Hello everybody and welcome to Who Are You and What Do You Do? As usual, I'm your host Chris Goley and today I'm joined by the Finance Director for the City of Brunswick, Todd Fisher. Todd, how are you this afternoon? I'm doing great, thanks Chris. So Finance Director, Todd, let's, let's talk a little bit about what your day-to-day -day looks like in that capacity. Day-to-day, -day, it's like a revolving door. Whenever money's involved, people want to see you. So naturally, I mean, quite literally, we've talked with, with other people within the city and how they, you know, are a part of a lot of different things, even though people don't know it. But you are quite literally a part of everything that happens in the city as the director of finance. That's true. Uh, almost everything people want to do uh, takes money. Uh, a lot of times, though, they, they wait till the end um, because they like to get all their things done, all their ducks in a row. And then when things need to be paid or they need to budget for something, they usually come and see me in the finance department. There's a few other questions that when I, I want to get to, but you, you mentioned that with, you know, they wait till the last minute. So is that, how do you prepare yourself to essentially expect that to happen? So you're kind of constantly under a time crunch with with the work that you do. And that's that's no knock to anybody else, but it's just that it's a lot of time-sensitive things, and you, you've got to constantly be prepared for those things that come across your desk. So how do you stay prepared for those things? Well, we actually take a lot of hours after the fact uh, just to get the work done. So in the finance department, it's probably half law and half finance or treasury stuff. Um, there is a lot of things in government accounting where you have to follow the rules. Uh, a lot of people refer to them as red tape. But we try to do everything, um, make sure everything is in the budget. Uh, if you look at it from a home standpoint, and let's say you're a kid and you have an allowance, but your parents um, want to make sure they, you're spending things on the right things. Um, our parents, in our case, is city council. Uh, so anytime we spend money, city council or our parents have to basically authorize that. If we don't have authorization from city council, we're not allowed to spend any money. So a lot of times we're trying to figure out that we're complying with our mom and dad's rules, we're complying with the state of Ohio rules, and we're trying to make sure that we're doing that for every bit of money that we receive. Sometimes it's coming from a grant agency, sometimes it's coming from a donor, sometimes it's coming from taxes. Wherever the money's coming from, regardless, uh, city council has to budget that, authorize that, and we're the liaison to make sure all that happens. So when somebody comes in our door and asks to spend money and it's not in the budget, we have to put all this information together. We bring it to the city manager and if city manager is okay with it, we put it together for city council to consider as approval for in what they call legislation. I like that analogy that you gave there too, but it helps really paint that picture of, you know, what that whole what this whole process is like. So uh, Todd, how long have you been with the city of Brunswick? I've been with the city of Brunswick for a long time. I've been there since November of 2003. Okay, and did you start as finance director or did you work your way up to that position? I came in from the state auditor's office in 2003 and was the assistant finance director till spring of summer of 2010. Been the finance director since then. So prior to the city of Brunswick, um, you know, what other places did you work at? I worked at the state auditor's office for probably eight or nine years, probably half of that time in the city of Columbus and the other half in the city of Cleveland. What were you responsible for working for those entities? When I worked for the auditor's office, I worked my way up. I was, uh, I was an auditor for 
for a little bit of time, became an audit manager, became a senior audit manager, um, had a nice little office on top of a floor there in downtown Cleveland. Oh, nice. Uh, but in the end, I wanted to do something that, on the front end and not on the back end. So when you're an auditor, you come in after the fact, you review everything, uh, you go through the laws, you tell them what they did right or wrong, you review their financial statements, but you're coming in afterwards. Can't really make a difference from the beginning. Uh, so that's one of the reasons why I tried to make a switch out of the auditor's office into the city of Brunswick. Which do you think is a little bit more challenging, coming in after the fact or coming in, you know, starting things from the beginning in the capacity you're in now? Uh, without a doubt, coming in from the beginning is a lot more challenging uh, because you have to you have to know everything uh, in order to do your job right, and you try to make a difference. You're you're the steward of taxpayers' dollars, and you're the reason why those public tax dollars are spent in accordance with the laws and the way that people expect it to be. Sometimes it's easier said than done because not everybody has the same opinion, but in the end, we're here to supply services, infrastructure improvements, and safety for the residents. And that's what most of their taxpayer dollars go for. Interesting perspective on things that you kind of got to see things in totality as the auditor and now you're kind of on the front end of things like you said and so that probably gives you a unique perspective because you've been a part of both sides of things yeah absolutely seeing both sides of things uh it's it's worth its weight in gold uh, being able to see things on how how everything's supposed to be reported how everything's supposed to be done and then working with the administration city council city manager and all the staff um it's it's just been to me, very exciting. A lot of other people might not look at it that way, but um, it's it's one way to make a difference, which is w one of the best reasons why um, made the decision to leave the auditor's office was to make a difference. And so you sort of talked about how you need to understand the financial aspect of things and sort of the law aspect of things too. So when you were in college, where did you go and sort of what course of study did you take to you know prepare yourself for this kind of a position? I went to Ohio University and go Bobcats. Okay, you're the first Bobcat on. So a lot of Akron Zips have been on the podcast thus far. So first Ohio Bobcat. So congrats to you on that one. Well, thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Well, I went to Ohio University, one, because followed in my brother's footsteps. I uh, loved it down there. Uh, I always kind of knew that I was a mathematical mind. I knew I wanted to do accounting. At, at first, I thought about being a sports agent. Um, but then later decided to uh, just stick with accounting, majored in accounting, got my uh, CPA, and graduated from Ohio University as well. And when I went to interview, I interviewed at the time, they were the big six firms, and it just didn't seem like to me, I felt like I was back in high school interviewing there. I don't know why, um, just wasn't for me. And applied for the government and been with the government ever since. So I was about to say that was going to be my follow-up question was, was it always your goal to work within government or you know, did you have other aspirations? It wasn't my idea uh, to originally work in government. I always knew that I'd probably be somebody in the mathematical field, accounting. I loved it. I just thought I would work for a big six firm. And when I started interviewing there, it just wasn't for me. Uh, I was never a big high school person. I just felt like I was back in high school when I was doing the interviews. No reason why, just that's just the way I felt. Ended up in government and um, feel like it was the right choice for me. 
I can understand that. You know, the the feel of something is super important. So if the interview felt off, certainly working there wouldn't feel any better. So obviously, most of your interactions with the public come during tax season and stuff like that. And so give us a little bit of a how-to guide. So what would be, if you could give somebody a list of the best practices for that time of year with interacting with you guys, what, what would be on that checklist? Number one thing is don't wait so long. Uh, <laughs> okay, naturally, put <laughs> yes. that one in there. Don't wait That's so long. That's the number one thing. <laughs> Uh, we offer a great service. Our tax manager, Lisa Reming, she oversees the tax department. And what happens is, is there's only three full-time people and two part-time people in that department. And they are responsible in helping probably over 20,000 tax filers. So when it comes for them to give their assistance to help people do tax returns, it's, they're limited to a certain degree there because of staff re- limitations. So the number one thing would be not to wait so long. Uh, Number two thing is don't freak out by the local tax return. Uh, It's very cumbersome. It's a lot of detailed information on there because a lot of people have a lot of different situations in their lives. So that form tries to handle everything. Uh, But in the end, most of those people have a very simple situation. So that tax form could be a little intimidating. Uh, So if you don't get intimidated, uh, that would be a second thing. The third thing is, is we could do your tax return for you uh, at no additional costs, and just try to give us sales, uh, try to give yourself more time, and try to give the department more time. And we've expanded options since then too on the tax side of life. You can file online now. You could pay online, and we even currently with COVID situation, we've been offering uh, video conferencing assistance where you can do your tax return with our people's assistance through a video app called Google Duo, and they can help you file that way as well. So there you go, kind of checking every box. So if you if, if you want to meet in person, if you don't want to meet in person, it's all, you have options. If you want to do it online, if you want to do it in person, it's all there. Absolutely. That's good, and I wanted to get that information out there for sure. So I'm curious to ask you this question because it's I've gotten a variety of different answers, but I think your perspective in the finance department so obviously you said you've worked in government for some time and you've worked in the city of Brunswick for a while. So um, in, in either capacity, what were some of the some of your favorite projects that you were a part of? Well, my favorite project, if you just have one, but I always like to give people the option because there's usually a couple. Well, my absolute favorite project was um, the opportunity to make a difference. Uh, working with the administration, especially Carl DeForest, staff that we have, uh, Lynette and Elisa here, Kelly, a lot of other people in our department, they're the reason why I've been here since 2003. The other reason is is our city went through a really tough time financially. We overspent $4 million a year for about eight years, pretty much ran through all of our savings. And that's around the time that I was given the opportunity to be the finance director. And with all the administration, all the good people we work with, been able to turn around the city financially back to better than we were before we were overspending $4 million a year. Uh, so that has been very pleasing. It's one of the reasons why, you know, being on the front end that I explained earlier, um, it's something that you could see from start to finish. We're not finished yet, uh, but we've gone a long way. And, and as an administration, I'm very, very proud of everybody that has been a big part of making that happen and repairing the fiscal infrastructure of the city of Brunswick. Only thing I want to leave you with is Ohio University was a great 
great university and say go Bobcats. Well, thanks for coming on, Todd. I appreciate sitting down with you and getting to learn a little bit more about uh, you, your department, and some of those things that come with that. So thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me, Chris. Make sure you check out the podcast at bat.vibe.com. It's also available on various other podcast platforms. So until next time, everybody, see ya.